Good evening, everybody. Um, sorry we were a little bit late, but uh, Dave couldn't get into the studio, like, you know, because he's lost his path. So, uh, you know, uh, it's not like Dave to get angry, but I see Dave for the first time get angry today, like, you know, so there you go. Listen, guys, don't, don't upset Skiggy Dave. I'm telling you that now, like, you know. Now, listen, before we get into today's show, obviously you all know that I do a little show for Beck Victor. Adam's been up to it again, guys. He's um, come out saying that Adam, Adam, Adam has been saying that Aaron Ramsdale isn't the most overrated and not very, very good. Listen to what he has to say. Get on Twitter, get on here and give him a bit of stick. The most overrated Premier League player, forget this season, might be ever, is Aaron Ramsdale. Arsenal fans run around like he's the second coming of bloody, I don't know, David Seaman. The guy makes more mistakes than he makes saves. He's a big passion merchant. He reminds me of if Joe Hart and Jens Lehmann had a baby. Like, I, I, I just don't get what's going on with him. He, uh, and Arsenal fans will still try and convince you that he's the best player about, he's the best goalkeeper about, he should be playing for England. He's just a massive, massive passion merchant who's not a very good goalkeeper either. So, yeah, Aaron Ramsdale, most overrated player in the Premier League. Gotta got love Adam. Gotta love him, like, you know what I mean? Like, if that ain't for clickbait, I don't know what is, like, you know. But obviously, listen, look, Aaron Ramsdale, I think, had a, had a very, very good season. Do I think he's um, overrated? Do I? Hell is like, I think he's done very, very well. Should it, well, we're going to talk a little bit about um, internationals coming up with England and all that. Should he be in the England, England squad? Yes. Should he be in the England team? Listen, you know, that's, a, that's up for a debate, I think, really, like, Dave. What do you think on that? Put yourself off mute, mate. He's having a bit go. of a disaster See? today. But yeah, of course, I'm you know, like, you, you know, you've had a disaster today, but of course, you know, you, you, you've of course saying that Courtois is the best goalkeeper in the world. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, so you've got an opinion on this about Ramsdale. Do you think, you know, do you, uh, do you think it's right that he's in the England squad or do you think he should be in the England team? What's um, he deservedly is in the England squad, yeah, 100%. I think Ramsdale has proven himself throughout the season that he's a good prospect uh, for Arsenal. So I don't think he's the most overrated player, uh, but he does like to make these uh, cinematic saves sometimes that <laughs> seem a bit overdramatic, if you know what I mean. But, you know, for me, I don't think he is the, uh, the most overrated player. But Adam McCullough actually said that he was the most, he was one of, probably the most overrated player ever. Yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> That's you know, not so just this um... season, ever. That, when you say ever, then it's, uh, it's yeah, listen, quite, been... uh, quite a different story. He's been following Harry Maguire and Bruno Fernandes a little bit too long at this moment in time, like you know, yeah. and uh, um, you know, there's there's a few players at Man United um, that can be um, be put in that uh, category. But for me, I think Ramsdale has uh, deserves to be in the squad. I, I think at the end of the day, I'm going to say this now that Pickford has done well in the last few England games and 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 also for Everton towards the end of the season. I thought at the beginning of the season. Yeah. When Ramsdale was in top, top form, I felt that he was under a little bit of pressure. But I do think that why why um, Pickford's gone a little bit like that, Ramsdale's gone a little bit like that, and I think now there's not too much in it, if I'll be honest. I mm. think that maybe um, because of the experience, Pickford probably just edges it at this moment in time. But um, I, I think it's a good debate. But to say that he's overrated... Uh, as a signing, I think is is bold and on ridiculous, like you know. So, who do you think yeah. has been the 
the, the worst signing of the season, Dave? Where would you go and say would be the, in your opinion, you know, listen, before if everybody knows Dave, Dave is, you know, obviously like a Real Madrid fan, so he's not actually an Arsenal fan, so, but second team is Arsenal, so, you know, like we've got our favourite Spanish teams, Dave's got his favourite uh, English team, which English is teams. Arsenal. So, who would you, like for me, it's Lukaku, I think he's been an absolute mm-hmm. monster of a, of a mistake. I had Chelsea down to win the league when they signed him because I really did think he was going to be really good. But yeah. who would you say has, has, has been down there? Uh, Varane. Varane's um, got to be up there, surely. You know, Varane has got to be up there, yeah. I think Varane, Lukaku. Um, there's a lot of players. I mean, when did when did Tavares sign? This season as well, isn't it? What, from Arsenal? From Arsenal? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this season, yeah. You know, exactly. Uh, so I think Tavares has been massively... Uh, just he didn't come with a reputation, though, Dave. No, he didn't no. come with a reputation, but he's been an absolute failure, <laughs> to be honest. Um, did did Lokonga come with a reputation before he came to Arsenal? Mm, a little bit, like there was, like you know, like good waves meant about him, really. Like you know, saying mm. he was like, uh, I think he was captain of, of um, before he came here. Like I think he's been a yeah. bit, a bit of hasn't really kicked on in any shape or form. Been a little bit disappointed with him, if I'll be honest. I thought. Yeah. They look very, very good at first, Lukonga. So I think that's a good one, like, you know. Yeah, um, true. But I, I think Lukaku has to take it. I think Lukaku yeah. takes the crown because Chelsea's been absolutely dreadful. So um, even when he came in against Madrid, I wasn't even scared of him. Um, to be honest, I thought uh, the defence would have him in his pocket easily. So um, yeah, of course. That's, pretty much, that's pretty much my opinion and on Lukaku. And this is a great thing about... Um, um, Signings in a way, like when you look at this, let's take Real Madrid because you obviously we're, we're going there. Endon Hazard must be like you know, that must be a horrendous signing for, for Madrid. But when you yeah. look at it, when you look at it, you know, everybody would have bit your hand off to have him in the side. What a player mm-hmm. he was in. So sometimes you buy these players. I'll tell you who's yeah. been another real disappointment. You have to say, hey. you know, when and I think that you know, maybe like the Ramsdale one, he's trying to take that away from Man United, Paul Pogba. That's, you know mm, what I mean? For £93 million pound they got him for, Dave, and they've let mm. him go for nothing. That's incredible. Bad business, yeah. that, surely. Madness, isn't it? Madness, madness. But guys, welcome to Lee Judges TV. Uh, today we are talking a little bit about the England squad, um, a touch on Real Madrid's Champions League win against Liverpool, um, and, you know, a few other things, because it is the international break. We're doing a lot yeah. of content, even during the international break. We're doing a lot of content to provide for you guys um, including a few special things. We've just filmed yesterday a special video that's coming out on the weekend. Um, and that's going to be something inclu- um, that's going to be something that's going to carry on to the Savoy Hotel, which is a little kind of little uh, <laughs> a little secret there um, revealed. But it's going to be an absolute uh, amazing video. And you better s- stick tuned for that. And also, uh, we are going to be covering you know, the Real Madrid game and England squad for the Nations League. And the title of the video is, Is It Coming Home? Um, and we're trying to build us up towards the World Cup, isn't it, Lee? We're trying to build yeah, us towards the World Cup and trying to build a solid team for the World Cup. Obviously, we're going to do doing that because what, we're, what we've actually decided to do with this, because, again, we're, we're building into this, to the momentum of it, and why we want to get your interest mm. in it, because, obviously, like, come the World Cup, the Hippodrome, we're going to be doing yeah. some some um, watch-alongs from the Hippodrome where they'll be like um, myself, Dan and, and Kevin 
um, on stage for hopefully one yeah. of those England games. Um, and um, what we can do is watch the game through through the watch along, and then at half time do a little question and answer a thing like that. So that's that's what we're building up to. That's why we want to get into the internationals a little bit, like you know. First of all, I just want to see people in the chat, you know. Um, International break coming on the back, of course, of, of Arsenal's um, uh, season finishing fifth and Premier finish. League finishing, fifth piece. <laughs> are we really, I want a yes or no in the chat now, like, you know, get involved. Are we interested in these England games coming up or are we not? Just a yes or no. Mm. Um, for me, it's a no. I'm not really interested in, in the games, really, if I'll be honest, Dave. What about yourself mm. from a Spanish point of view? You, do you look forward to the international games? I love international games. I, I think it's a, I, sometimes it's a bit of breath of fresh air. Sometimes it's a waste of time. The pointless international fixtures in the middle of the season, definitely pointless. But leading up to the biggest tournament watched around the world, the World Cup final especially, um, which outdoes, I think, the Champions League by 5-1 to one on viewing numbers, which is incredible. And the Champions League final is huge. But the World Cup is the biggest sporting event, one of the biggest sporting events in the world. And arguably so, um, internationals leading up to it. I think I'll be more interested in the internationals this year from this point on, including the Nations League, to go towards the World Cup. I really want to see England play and see England do well. Even though I support Spain as well, um, I'm rooting for England all the way. Because England, in the Euros, if they met Spain in the final, I would support England. Uh, Spain's already won their fair share of trophies. Let England take some home. Uh, for themselves as the originator of football itself, isn't it? The country that brought football to the world. So we need to bring it home. Yeah, uh, listen, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Dave, as you well know, like if, if it's um, a, a choice between Arsenal and, and England, I'm, I'm always... Arsenal, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm always Arsenal. It's a very, very much uh, uh, Arsenal for me. Like, And uh, that's, maybe that's why I'm not so, so interested in the football I think with with me and I, I'll be really honest I've, I've said this many a time I, because it's tribal and things like that I'm I'm more um I'm I, I'm, I'm more I'm not patriotic towards Arsenal but like cricket starts tomorrow and I'm buzzing for England in the cricket you know what I mean it's a really okay. weird, weird thing like because I've not got that vested interest but um I, I, I listen I think this is it's going to be a really. Do you know what? Let's, let's just talk about this for a second. I think it's going to be a really interesting World Cup because this is a World Cup we've never ever experienced before, and that is going into a winter one. It's it's always been like you know, realistically, this summer should be the, the World Cup, you know, and we should be mm. like. And I I think you you know you like that we can have a few beers outside uh, pubs yeah. and things like that, and it, it's great. It's a winter actually, though. It's a winter. It's going to be in the winter, and that's why the Hippodrome is going to be even better for us because it's inside. Yeah, uh, that's true. Plug, plug that again. But um, so it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see where that is, and and also like where I think where the Premier League jades our players to it, and then you know they're not quite fresh enough going into this world. I think mm. England are going to be in a very very good position because they're going to be a little bit fresher going into um mm. into this this World Cup, like you know, and, and it's going to be they're used to it. They're used to it. They're used to yeah, it. They're yeah, yeah. It's going to be do. used to it in that. So I know it's going to be hot wherever they are, but. In a guitar, but I think it's going to be a very, very interesting one for, for yeah. us and, uh, as well. So uh, I, I, I think that we've got a very, very good young, uh, a very, very good squad. And I've always said this: if if England, the one thing that stopped England winning it is the negativity of Gareth Southgate. Hopefully, he's learned his lesson and is going to be a little bit more positive going forward. Like, you know? yeah, hundred percent. And do you know what's also the situation with it is? 
that England, with the international break in the middle of the winter, I think they used to not not. I wasn't mentioning anything about the weather. I was mentioning about um, the actual. Um, I was mentioning about the breaks they have usually in the Premier League. They don't really have many breaks in the winter. They have literally Boxing Day, the New Day, New Year's Day games. But other teams in Europe, they have to play throughout. They don't play that period of time during the football season. The Premier League players are used to having a bulked up game fixtures during the winter break. So yeah, yeah. I, th I think like players like Saka is going to be especially uh, good for the World Cup because he's, he's, he should be fit, obviously, during that time, unless some serious injury comes around. Jack Grealish, players like Sterling, who we need. I think Sterling is going to have to be the main guy that we look to in the England World Cup. What do you think of... of of, of main focal points in the England squad and players that we actually need to keep not injured for the World Cup? Well, I, you know, I, I think um, our, our attacking options are very, very good. Like, you know, we've got Jack mm. Grealish, uh, um, obviously we've got Saka, we've got obviously Harry Kane, we've got... Um, um, Oh, I've just got out of my head, like, you know, uh, Calvert-Lewin to, to, to back up yeah. that place there. If we've got Phil Foden as well, like, you know, as you mm. said, Sterling as well. We've got so many, like, uh, options in those areas that, that someone's going to be left out. But I do think that Sterling, I think, proved himself in the last Euros, yeah. I thought was a very, really interesting what's going to happen, I think, going into, the, into mm. the, this competition where I don't think that, Say like um, Sterling and 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 Grealish, they they probably rotate them a little bit more than maybe say Saka and uh, and and a Calvert Lewin and a Harry Kane. I think that they'd be playing more and more. So I think yeah. that could be very interesting. Like you know how, how that goes about. You know, for me, I'm I'm a big um a big thing about you know like uh if I was if I was say like going to go to a club, you know what I mean? I, I, I want to play, if I'm a big time player, if I was a Jack Greenish, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have gone to Manchester City because I, I, as, as a big time player, a hundred million pound player, I want to play all the time. Mm. And, I, and I think that, you know, there's a bit, but this could be a good thing for him going into the World Cup for England because I don't think he'd be as, he'd be like 10 games instead of 20 where other players like will have had 10, 15, 20 games. Yeah. So, True. I think that's a very, very interesting point. I think it's going to be a real. Um, I am actually looking forward to the World Cup. Um, yeah. Because one thing is, I, I'm not really great about um, about uh, Arsenal's chances next season, depending on the transfer window. So when when whatever happens, I'm I'm going to have a good December and good Christmas because it's not going yeah. to be ruined by results from Arsenal, like you know. And the first game mm. for Arsenal back or for everybody is on Boxing Day, so that that. And that Boxing Day fixture, by the way, with not having Premier League football for a month, that's going to be um, an interesting um, fixture list going going into that. So it'd be really interesting. I, I think that coming coming international break or the World Cup as well, Dave. I think that managers are going to be in, in precarious positions because if mm. you've not if you're not doing well, you you, you know like the the managers have got this or the clubs should I say have got a month where they can say right do you know what we can change managers here and everything like that I think this concept of this World Cup in this December is going to be very very um, what's the word that I'm looking for very influential on the season as well and, and the impact that it's going to have for certain teams. 
It will do, yeah. Um, well, I've just brought up the England squad and a couple of players that we're looking at here. And obviously, they have the club names behind uh, next to the players. So there are some players here that are very influential for their clubs and will be influential for England. So we're going to have problems either way. One gets injured during the season and we need our fighting fit players to actually produce in the World Cup. So in goal, obviously, we have either Jordan Pickford, Nick Pope, Aaron Ramsdale. Who would you pick out of those three as your number one, uh, Lee? I don't think I have to ask, but you probably uh, go do Ramsdale. Know, like, Ramsdale for me, just because a little bit of bias, biasness there. But if Pickford gets it, I wouldn't be... Oh, I, I wouldn't go, oh, that's a bad decision. Do you know, do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, I think that um, I'd, I'd like to see Ramsdale win there for, for, for bias reasons. And also yeah. that give me something to cheer on the England side. So I'm going to go Ramsdale for that, for that reason, really. Mm. Yeah, we have a few defenders here, of course. Trent Alexander-Arnold or Reese James at right back. It's going to be a tough one, that one. Carl Walker can also fit into that position, but I think he'll be played in a free as Southgate likes to play him. Um, yeah. So for me, I would choose Reese James. I don't, I don't like Trent's defensive attributes. For I'm England. with you on that. I think that I think that he just pips it. Just be. I don't think there's much going. I think Trent's just probably got the edge going forward. Mm. But I think there's 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 a bigger gap between their defensive abilities. There's not much between their attacking ability, but there's a big gap mm. between defensive. And I think I'm with you on this. Reese James gets it for me. Yeah, hundred percent. And. I'm looking at either John Stones, probably Tomori as a back a back three with Carl Walker or Ben White, one of those three. I will completely leave Harry Maguire out. I completely leave him out of the bloody squad. I wouldn't even take him to the World Cup. Well, and just have John Stones, Tomori and um, Ben White or Carl Walker as a back three. I think Tomori's been excellent for Aiton, and of course they won Syria. Um, and they ha he has been an excellent prospect there. So uh, yeah, I uh, think... Yeah, John again, Stones I'm, and Walker. Again, I'm not going to argue that. Like, you know, I mean, this this thing where Gareth Southgate says, "Oh, you know, you've got to be playing well for your club and all that," is completely blown out of the water when it comes to Harry Maguire. Because um, let's let's be honest, Sancho's not played very well for Manchester United, and nor has Rashford, but they've been dropped. You mm. know, but for some unknown reason, he keeps this guy in. You know, I mean, yes, he has played well for England in the past, but um, for me, you know, doesn't merit it. Does not merit being in this team one eye over, one eye over. Um, yeah. So, so you know, like I think Walker comes in as one of those players there. Ben White, I think that deserves to be in the squad. And I'm not saying that he deserves to start. John Stones yeah. is another one that's not guaranteed a plane for Manchester City going into next season, Dave. You know what I mean? Mm. If everybody's fit, so that we have an that is for me where we have an issue. You know, Tyrone Tyrone Mings. You know, another one that's had a poor isn't, poor isn't, end of the season. In the squad. What's happened to him, Dave? He's been dropped, left out. Yeah. So what? one rule for one, one rule for another. That's what mm. I don't like about uh, this side. And I think that that causes a few problems, you know. So, And, and quite rightly so. I think Tyrone means deserves to be out of, be out of squad. Connor Cody's another one that's not really been given too many opportunities and yeah. done a steady job. But, you know... I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Mark Guayi for... Yes, um, for Crystal Palace has done very yeah. very well. I, I, so, I, I know it, but it's, I, I can't pronounce his name. If anybody can yeah. actually spell out how to pronounce his name, it's one of those names. I let's can't not pronounce get on it. To, let's not get onto names after last night, after yesterday. <laughs> like yeah, definitely. Um, but the problem that I think England have is the left wing back position. Um, I know Kieran mm. Trippier has played left wing back before, um, 
he prefers to be on the right, and he's been good for Newcastle in some ways, but he hasn't featured in the last few games. Uh, he didn't feature against Arsenal, did he, Kieran Trippier? No, no, he's been, not been fit. And uh, I think that it's a major issue on this left-hand side, really, because yeah. Chilwell, Chilwell is uh, obviously injured. But he will be back by the sign of it. But you know what it's like with uh, ACL. It's going to be difficult to come back in. Yeah. I can tell you that now. Sure, who I thought was outstanding in the Euros the last Euros, year. Euros, he was, yeah. He really he played well. Has had the most shocking of seasons this season. You know what I mean? I don't, uh, I don't know if he's... Is he in the squad, sure? I can't read that. If he's in no, he's not, he's not, he's not. He's not another one that's been left out. I think Manchester United, by the way, have got six English players that are playing for... A, someone said that today. About six English players playing and only one made it. And that being... Um, who was the one that... Uh, is, is Harry Maguire. Is the only one that made the, made the squad. Mm, but, uh, yeah. you, when you think about it, uh, one Bissaka, Wan-Bissaka, mm. uh, Tupacaka. Wan-Bissaka, um, Shaw, uh, Sancho, Rashford. Yeah. All left out. All left out. Mm. Yeah. So uh, somebody, says, somebody, says I sound, <laughs> somebody says it sounds like I'm on the toilet. I'm not on the toilet. I'm actually in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> somebody sounds like I, I've changed the microphone. Is that better, guys? If I, is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it is I'm better. It's gonna, I was just about to turn down for it. Yeah, so it's all right so um i think you know like this could be a potential place that's for Saka crazy to come in and play i think Saka could come yeah. in and play this position because we've got so many options up front maybe Saka comes in yeah it could be that's what i was thinking um i was in the, the watch along the other day the playoff final and somebody said play Saka at left wing back um, yeah I, 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 I wouldn't be i wouldn't be against that if i'll be honest wouldn't be against that <laughs> yeah yeah, cool. No worries. Um, so, um, obviously, centre backs. Are, I'm I'm looking at probably Stones, Tomori, and Carl Walker to slow in there. But I know he's going to play Maguire. That's 100, and he's going to get booed. So, good luck to him. Uh, midfielders: um, Jude Bellingham, outstanding player, as we all know. Um, Connor Gallagher, um, Mason Mount, Calvin Phillips. I don't even know why Calvin Phillips is in the squad. Declan Rice and James Ward-Prowse. Um, I know Calvin Phillips has played well for England before and Southgate has a soft spot for him. But do you think he should be included in the squad? Uh, well, I think the reason he's been included in the squad is because um, we're weak in that position. We are not. We haven't got the, yeah. uh, a great depth of players in that, that midfield. You know, uh, Henderson's been left out because I think they're trying to give him the rest that he needs so that when going into the, the season in the World Cup, I think that that's quite a sensible move. Um, mm. And I, I think that you know, he needs to get some sort of games. He's, I, I think that he's important to the to us in the in the World Cup. So I think that instead of just you know he's just come back, I think that you where where you look, sort of need to rest Henderson, get him some game time, get some games under his belt. He needs to have some games under his belt. So I think that from that point of view, I think that he needs to be playing. So I think yeah. that's why they've actually used him in the squad. So I don't think that's a bad one to be honest, Dave. Mm, okay, um, Drew Bellingham. I would put and I like Drew Bellingham. Love to have him at Arsenal, by the way, Dave. Mm. Would you, do you think he's going for him? Is is there well, any no, news no, on, no, on him? No, 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 certainly not. He's, he's staying. Like, he's staying in Germany, I think. Yeah, he's staying in Germany, but he was. He is one player that I would like to mm. uh, to have, like you know. Yeah, because if we're playing with a five at the back, well, five with the wing backs, three with the wing backs, then we would play with two. Defensive midfielders, and then uh, three up top. That's how we will play. I'm guessing five two yeah. three. That's yeah. like a five two three essentially. 
So five three three. I would, I think. Yeah, yeah. Five, two, two old yeah. midfield players. He has done he like you know. So uh, and and three up top. So I would probably put G Bellingham as more advanced midfielder and Declan Rice as a defensive midfielder. Um, and forwards, Tammy Abraham's been playing really well, but you can't deny that Kane, Phil Foden, and Raheem Sterling are going to be the front three for England. Especially against Germany and Italy, I definitely think they're going to be the front. Yeah, three. it'd be interesting to Absolutely. see what he does if he uses this as the the team that he's going to go for. Them. So you know, if he's going to play Harry Kane, I expect Harry Kane to play. Uh, obviously, he's going to be the main man. So it depends who he's going to go alongside. Um, the others are, you know, so, um, mm. so I think Sterling, so that's what I would go, Sterling Fogan or Jack Grealish in that role. And that's why mm. then I'll, I, you've got Saka that can play wing back. So that's why yeah. I think that would be, that'd be a good thing there. And then you've got, you know, people like Mason Mount, I'm leaving out of this, this team at the moment because quite, quite got it for me. I've, I've been. I, I like him when he plays for Chelsea. When he plays for England, I've been a little bit disappointed with him. Yeah, with I have as well. Twitter. I have. I have too. Um, but as we saw in the Euros, the group stages were, were not specifically, not particularly tough for England. But Saka was the main shining light in the Euros. I think um, he was the one who broke play. He is one who, you know, who gave uh, who who gave every single left back a torrid time in the World Cup. And I think Saka is. He could start, but I think Phil Foden, the way he's playing, um, with Raheem Sterling, who is my focal point for the World Cup. I think Raheem Sterling, everything needs to go for him. Well, you think he's bigger than Harry Kane? He's more important? If Harry Kane, if, well, let's, let's put it this way. I think if Harry Kane doesn't fight, he's not shooting his boots properly, <laughs> he's not lacing his boots properly, then it's going to have to be Sterling that's going to be the one to rise to the occasion, isn't it? To be honest, yeah, I, I felt Harry Kane was disappointing in the in the Euros last time, and towards the later stages, a little bit. Yeah, just you know, so um, it's a big tournament for him. But listen, he's been in fantastic form for Tottenham over the last few months and all that, like you know. And I think the way he does play suits um, the way England play. So I still think mm. he's going to be very, very pivotal. But I, I think Sterling that gives Sterling a little bit more of a license. So it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what what sort of role that Sterling plays because I, I think that Sterling's not happy at Man City Dave. I don't think he's mm. happy at Man City. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there like that. Yeah. I think uh I think Harry Kane during the Euros because um it was under Mourinho, wasn't it, Tottenham at that time? They were under Mourinho. So it was under Mourinho at that time, wasn't it? Oh oh Tottenham during the Euros, Tottenham were under Mourinho. It was Mourinho. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was Mourinho. So no, um, it wasn't when Nuno. Was, when was the Euros? Last, last summer? No, last it was uh, it attacked him by then, didn't they? It was actually yeah, like Ryan, was, Ryan, Ryan Mason was, it, was the manager. Ryan so, Mason, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Mason was the manager. Um, so, yeah, so but, no, but Harry Kane, Harry Kane was off, off. I think just generally off form. I yeah. think with Conte as a manager, I think, different story. Completely. Yeah, and I also think that going into last season, I honestly think that he he knew that he wanted to he was going to want to leave Tottenham, and he knew that was going to mm. come out, and I think that was a little bit unsettling for him. Like you know, I don't think there's going to yeah. be no the issues. The whole Man City saga, yeah, the whole Man City saga as well. There'll be no issues this time. Good. No, no issues this time around. He's going to stay at Tottenham. I can't see him going anywhere yeah. else. Yeah, true. And um, I just wanted to raise one more point on that because I think, and you guys in the comments can agree or disagree with this i remember when spain won the world cup 
it was pretty much Barcelona's squad. Let's just be honest. It was pretty much Barcelona's squad, plus a few additions from Real Madrid, um, and including the likes of Fabregas, you know, including the likes of Ramos, um, Puyol, Casillas, when they last won the World Cup. And I think the manager of the top teams during that time in the respective league that they're in helps out a lot with the National League, uh, with the World Cup, because... Pep was the manager of Barcelona at that time, and Spain played exactly the same cyber football that they played in the World Cup uh, under Vincente de Bosque. Under de Bosque, they played exactly the same football, and it helped a lot that Pep was the manager of of um, of uh, sorry Barcelona at the time. So, do you think Pep being the manager of Man City this time with players like uh, Foden, Sterling, Grealish? Um, and you have managers like Klopp, um, who, well, with Henderson, will be included in the squad eventually. Yeah, I think he will be. I, 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 I've got a theory to this, is that Pep don't care and orders Klopp. I reckon they'd rather not have their players playing. But, um, that, that, you, know, that, you know that when you're a top manager and a, and a top club, that's part and parcel of it. You know that you're going to have a players that are going to play so uh, and be, be a part of it. Yeah, uh, I want. Yeah, I wanted to know that from the from the from the from the chat. Does does the managerial um, styles of all the top clubs, for example, the Premier League, does that help England or does it? Um, does it? I, I um, think it will help England that they've got like five or five. When you think about it, you've got Walker, Stones, Foden. Most of them are Man City players. You've exactly. got about five or six from Manchester City. So I think that does help. I, I do think that'll help, and I think. You know, uh, Gareth may decide to go down that road, mould those sort of players into it, which is, which would, would be a, a good thing to do with the other players. So I can see that 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 being a good good thing, really. Like, you know? mm, I do as well. I do as well. Um, okay, so um, that's pretty much um, enough of the England squad itself. Um, from our perspective, what do you want from the Nations League? Of course, Germany, Italy, Hungary. I'm looking at potential three wins out of three if England have have any kind of want, want to have like a little bit of momentum going into the World Cup I know it's still fun yeah I, I think it's listen I think you've got to say it's three great games to uh, to prepare yeah. for the World Hungry, Cup Hungary are no pushovers either They're no no but it's still a good game away from home and in Italy and, and Germany um, you know obviously Italy not in the in the World Cup so I think that's a be a, be a good um, uh, thing for them to start rebuilding but for us Going forward, I think that you know, um, you know, we would believe that they actually beat us in the Euros last season and then wouldn't qualify for the World Cup. Incredible, crazy, crazy. So it'd be going forward. I think that'd be quite good for us to to get. So, and I'll tell you what. Well, listen, as I say, I'm I'm not really that bothered about the internationals, but an England Germany game or an England Italy Italy game is is going to stir me up a little bit more than than an England Hungary game. So I look forward to those games. See what happens. Um, mm. Uh, and yeah, quite looking forward to to, to seeing where we are against a, a, a German side. Listen, Italy and Germany are not as strong as they were, Dave. You know what I mean? I don't care what anybody says. So it'd be interesting to see where we where we go from there. But I'm look. I, I think there'd be good games to, to to go into the World Cup. I think that if if I'll be honest, they're, they're, they're tough. But that's what you want. I think you need to have tough games. Yeah, um, and if we just look at it quickly, briefly. Um, at the, obviously the table, there has no no games to be played apart from I think from Poland's game. Um, 
But um, it's uh, England, obviously, Germany, Hungary, Italy, each need to play each other twice. Um, and then that will lead towards, I think, the semi-finals and then the finals um, or some playoffs or something. I don't know how the Nations League works. No, I don't really no. care about it. No, is it glorified? Is it a glorified? It's a glorified, glorified finish. What a great way of saying it, like you know what I mean. So yeah, <laughs> glorified friendly. Yeah. So um, obviously, other groups: Austria, Croatia, Denmark, France. I think France will top that group. I think the winner of each group goes into the semi-finals. That's what happens. So the winner of each group goes into the semi-finals. They play each other, um, and then they they have a final to um, crown. Um, the Nations League champions. Austria, Croatia, Denmark, France. I think France will get through. Czech Republic, Portugal, Spain, Switzerland. Tough group for um, the motherland for me, myself. Um, but I think Spain will top that. Uh, England, Germany, Hungary, Italy. I, I'm assuming England will top that. And Poland, Belgium, Netherlands and Wales. Obviously, Wales, um, I think, qualified last Last time they lost, they lost the today, so they lost the podium yeah. tonight. Today, like. and also, but as, as we're on, as we're on there, because we're gonna we're gonna get off in a minute because uh, the uh, um, World Cup playoff in the moment. Scotland are actually losing, Dave. They are losing to Ukraine one nil at half time. So um, it'd be interesting. Like Scotland have got to come back in that game. I don't know if they've got the firepower to do it. So we'll have to wait and see. So that's about to kick off again in the next couple of minutes. So uh, mm. let's. Um, yeah. Let's see how that goes. So uh, it's half time at yeah. the moment, and it's Scotland nil, Ukraine one. Guys, uh, let us know in the comments if you think that the Nations League are glorified friendlies, or yeah. is it good to have some some healthy competition leading into a major tournament like the World Cup, um, which everybody watches, which everybody enjoys, everybody loves having a beer. But the problem is that it's going to be winter in the UK. We're not going to have beers. That 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 we're going to have beers, but we're not going to have it in the light in the fashion that we would have it in the summer. No, no, it's going to be it's going to be a real interesting concept. I tell you, like really interesting, like you know, yeah, so, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how Qatar even got the bloody World Cup bid in the no, first place. But, you know, know, that's a that, yeah, that's, that's another that's story. A, that. That's a conspiracy topic for another day. I, I actually like I actually like the World Cup being in the summer because you can go out. And have a few beers in the, you know, like mm. uh, and enjoy it, like do you know what I mean. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it so much with being in winter. Don't forget though, in in, in in don't forget in the southern summer, the hemisphere it is summer. Yeah, of course, of course. You know what I mean? so, <laughs> so all the yeah. all the South American teams, they're going to love it, like Argentina. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're all going to be happy. <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see on that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, let's touch a bit on the Champions League final. Um, obviously, um, you watch the league. Um, yeah, you haven't really mentioned too much about it as such. Only to no, myself first, in private, our private conversations, Lee. You love our first private and foremost. Congratulations! We love a meeting. We love uh, a meeting. We love a meeting, and congratulations for Real Madrid. Like <laughs> I never thought that Real Madrid would win win the Champions League this season, but to beat PSG, then to beat Chelsea, then to beat Manchester City, then to beat Liverpool is quite incredible. Uh, quite incredible how they've done it. Sorry. And, and you have to give them all the praise in the world. I didn't think that they was the best team on the night. I thought Liverpool probably shaded it, but there were some magnificent performances from um, Real Madrid players. Uh, magnificent performances. Um, yeah. But uh, one, and as I said, um, once Real Madrid, I said this year, so once Real Madrid went in the lead, there was only one winner. Uh, you might as well turn your TV off. They they they'd won it. And, and I, I just got to give all the praise to, to Real Madrid. The manager, Ancelotti, played a blinder. Mm. Uh, 
and, and well organised they were, and it was fantastic. I will say though that I, I don't know the ins and outs of what happened with the tickets and all that, but I think it was Shocking. a disgrace. It's a disgrace Shocking. what was going on there, like you know, um, and, and for our government not to really. The, the, the thing is, when we go abroad, I've, I've experienced going to Paris. It ain't the, the fact. Uh, the Arsenal fans are fantastic when we go abroad. No, no, I'm not saying Liverpool are not. I'm not saying that we are, but they're not. But when I, when I've been to Paris, we were treated like animals, um, not very nicely by the police. And I, it seems to me like you know um, Liverpool have had that same treatment for 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 no reason whatsoever. And to be treated like that when you go abroad, and I, 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 I'm I'm you know like. Very, very disappointed with uh, UEFA. Very, very disappointed with uh, our government for not uh, doing nothing as well. Um, mm. Whatever reasons have gone on, whether fans had fake tickets or there wasn't fans with tickets and whatever, to be tear gassing kids and things like that is uh, is not great. And someone says in the chat there, Bill says Paris is a dump. I don't want to go as far as that, but I'm going to I'm going to say with Paris when I actually went to Paris for the first time, I was disappointed with it. I, it wasn't as glammed up was what I thought it was going to be like, you know. Paris. Mm, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, you go to other places like Madrid and you go to other Barcelona and you think, wow, I like, you know, Madrid in the square is fantastic and all that. Yes, I, I didn't Madrid really have that yeah. buzz about Paris. I felt it was, you know, mm. it wasn't great. Well, well, an Arsenal legend, Thierry Henry, says that the, when when they were done a, a, um, a little preview for the Champions League final, um, after the Man City game, and it was him, it was Jamie Carragher, uh, and they were like saying, oh, this, the final is going to be played in Paris, it's going to be all lavish and stuff, and Thierry Henry said it's not played in Paris, it's played in a little suburb of Paris, um, Saint-Denis, I think it's called Saint-Denis. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, and he said, that's not Paris, that's a rough area. So why is UEFA placing the Champions League final in a place where um, there could be trouble, there could be rough outcomes, um, there could be um, situations which will be heartbreaking to some. And you know, and I saw loads of people jumping over the build, the the barriers, running up the stairs, avoiding the security guards like NFL players. It was absolutely chaos. It was absolutely nuts. I, I, I've never seen a Champions League final so disorganized. And um, I, I've I've never been to a Champions League final before. Um, no. So uh, if it's if it's that's just disorganised, they need to fix up for the next one, which is going to be in Istanbul. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, people are saying that you know, Stade Stade de France is their main stadium, isn't it? You know what I mean? So mm. you know, it's basically, basically Peckham, apparently. You're basically Peckham, but like, but ultimately, that is where their their stadium is. You know, so you, I don't know where else he's going to play. He's going to play at the part of the France, you know what I mean? Um, where Paris Saint Germain play? I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a fantastic stadium, but the Stade de France is the the national stadium. Um, uh, listen, you know, um, for me now. Paris can't ever host another European Championship, as far as I'm concerned. After yeah, that, you know, true. so we we, yeah. we will see, we will see. So um, see yeah, what it goes and, from there. But it wasn't yeah, great. I, but congratulations to Real Madrid and yourself for winning it again. Like you know, uh, fourteen yeah, times is that 14 correct? Times, now? Fourteen times, unbelievable, yeah, 14 times. unbelievable. It is, it is incredible. Um, Arsenal still have got a long way to go. Yes, we have, Dave. We have got a long, long way to go. We've got to, I may we've remind got to you. It. We've got to get in it first and even have a chance of winning one. The Europa League music. 
I've even forgot what their Champions League music's like, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. but, um, yeah. this, um, let's see what happens, like, you know. So, big, big, uh, big, yeah. big summer for the Arsenal coming up. Um, I don't hold that too much hope at this moment in time, but we'll wait and see. And yeah. um, we'll see from there, Dave. We will see from there. Um, so we've got some a few things coming up as well, uh, Lee, that we're going to be filming. Um, we don't want to give too much away. No, but, um, no. We've, we, um, not, not, the, not the, the thing that we've done yesterday. That's obviously going to be launched uh, over the weekend. But we've got a few things, guys, that we're going to be filming, including... Um, uh, we, we wanted. I wanted to kind of give a little teaser today because it's good to give a little teaser because we we talked about Lee you doing kind of um, an expanded version of the channel trailer that we have where we go to Highbury Emirates talk about favorite players maybe get a few footballers involved and so forth um, like a kind of Lee judges biography like an all or nothing but for Lee judges himself. Yeah, that, yeah, that where we go to your nothing. school. We go to your school. We um, go to Woolwich, the first ground that Arsenal ever played in in the 1880s. I think 1880s is Arsenal founded. Well, if you've if you, if you ever been over Woolwich, it's very, very Arsenal based. Very Arsenal based. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got the Arsenal exactly. Hotel and things like that. So Arsenal yeah. Cafe, I think, is there as well. Like, so, you know, we're going to have a little, we're going to have a little uh, wander over to the Woolwich, like, you know, and do a little bit like yeah. that. We've also got, um, uh, um, around the golf when when Dan comes back like we're going to play yep, a pitch and putt and do like um it's a par par three holes we're going to go over there and do a bit of filming um yeah we've got uh West Ham Paul's going to be involved on that like you know as well yeah. so we're going to well, have is, a, is West Ham Paul good in golf yeah he's uh, good for he's good for a bit of banter shall I put it I'll put it like that like you know, <laughs> uh, you know. Oh, the last time I said to you, don't go into that bunker and go to that bunker. And, you know, the um, the words that he uses afterwards are fantastic. So if we can get him going into a few bunkers and get it on camera, yeah, it'd be funny, yeah. like, you know. So, but, uh, yeah, yeah so we've got a few things going. You know, we've obviously got, like, the Savoy. We're going to be off to the Savoy as well. We won't say yeah. too much more about that, but we're, we're off to the Savoy. Um, yeah. And hopefully we're, we're going to meet a couple of legends that day, like, which if you watch the trailer, yeah. if you watch the show on Friday, when it's coming out over the weekend. Um, over the weekend, yeah. Over the weekend, I think Sunday's you know, a Sunday. We'll, I'll launch that. I'll launch Sunday's going to be launched. Um, there is actually going to there were you know the the, the two legends that, um, that we will be chatting to are going to be um, be mentioned in that video. And let me tell you this, guys, they are legends. Yeah, they are absolute legends, absolute legends. Uh, and it's a chance for you all to get involved as well. So that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. another little yeah, that's another little what's piece happening. Of for that. No more, Dave. Don't say no more. Let's get out of here. No, now. No, like, every, every, apparently, Ukraine have got two nil up now. Two nil up now, Ukraine. That's mad. So. You, you want to what? You, you. <laughs> um, cool, guys. Well, that's uh, pretty much wrapped up for today. It's a little short video. Uh, obviously, during the summer, which we're going to try and bring you a lot more content still. Um, we're going to bring back a night in with the judge. Uh, we're going to try and do some stuff with Sophie, which is also a, a very, very good idea that Lee yeah. Judges had. Yeah. Mr. Judges, Senor Judges. Um, oh, it was a good and, idea. That's, that's when she comes back from Vegas because she's always in America at the moment. She's so, always um, in bloody Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, so, Miss um, Sophie Rose. If you're yeah, out there, but, Sophie, oh, um, we've got a great idea coming up. We've got a great Watch idea for that coming up, right? You know? Yeah, that's it, pretty much, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining, guys. Um, make sure uh, you keep interacting with the channel. Um, keep sharing the channel. Actually, we are so close to thirty thousand subscribers. Uh, when we have uh, 30,000 subscribers, we're planning on doing a little party, um, but we're not sure yet where it's going to take place. Um, not, um, 
not uh, kind of like the biggest party in the world, but we're doing something to celebrate the 30K. Um, and we're ever that, ever that more closer to 30,000 subscribers. So if you smash that subscribe, you haven't subscribed already. Um, as Dan will say, we don't know where you've been because um, Lee Judge has been here all the time. Yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> yeah, and we've been pushed back to push out a lot more content over the summer for you guys and having uh, a great time um, enjoying. If you're on holiday, uh, please tune in. Um, we're going to be here most weeks. Um, and I think Lee's going to, uh, you, you said you're going to uh, Madagascar or somewhere, Lee. Where are you going, mate? When, when? <laughs> Any holidays? When? Any holidays? Uh, um... <laughs> No, no, I've got um, I, I've got a couple of little holidays coming up, like you know, what I mean, hopefully going to America. So let's keep that. Um, oh yeah, with the AFTV, AFTV yeah. thing, isn't it? Oh, so, like, that looks like that's going to happen. So uh, going to be off to America for the for the preseason tour, and then I've got a little trip with um with all my guys, um, fre uh, friends and family to uh, Turkey coming up later on in the oh, uh, nice. later on in that. But um, yeah, so. Uh, some some good holidays to look forward to as well, like you know. So that's nice. Got to be done, Dave. Got to be done. Not Spain this year, done. though. No Spain for me. No, no, it's not. And I'm having a preseason birthday celebration tomorrow. Well, it's your birthday coming up next week. Come on, like you know. What I mean? Yeah, seventh of June. Seventh of yeah. June is my birthday. I'm gonna have my birthday party tomorrow. It's gonna be live. Um, it's gonna be crazy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I'm gonna end up. But I booked. I booked up the hotel. I'm, I'm going for a little spa retreat on my ones. And then I'm going to have the party with all um, the nearest and dearest. And next week, um, we'll probably have a dinner as well. Um, Lovely. Look for, looking forward to it. Like, looking forward to Perfect. it. Perfect. Lovely. Great stuff. Okay. Well, guys, much appreciated. Thank you much for joining. Subscribe, like this video, comment down below. And we will see you next time. Appreciate it's your boy Skegnito and Lee Judges. Take it, guys. Have a good day.